Good whatever everybody, it's time for another edition of the Jaded Eye Film Reviews Podcast. But I'll be damned, it's the Gentleman Guppy. You know, he's like a turd that won't flush. It's the Jaded Eye Film Reviews Podcast. Good whatever, Jim. Um, good whatever, Alex. Have you just given up with any kind of connection to <laughs> a very, very clear connection? Come on, you can... I've, I thought I've been a bit unfair on you. It's pretty much Man of Steel, isn't it? I've, no, I've, I've been unfair on you the last few quotes. I thought, I've got... Well, we won't see Aquaman today. I've got to give him something that he can easily collect... It's got to be in the substance of the quote, something that will a- enable him to identify the film in question. Is it flushed away? It, no. <laughs> oh, damn it. No, the gentleman guppy is the clue. Right. No, you'll have to help me no. out. No. Oh, it is, of course, the man with the gills behind his ears. It's Kevin Costner in Waterworld. Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. A modern fine. classic, Waterworld. Uh, so it's been, it's been a while. Remind me again what no, happens in Waterworld. I never watched it. <laughs> is that the one where he drinks his own pee? Yes, it is. Yes, everyone. Okay. Knows. Yes. Um, staggering. Everyone knows about Waterworld. Staggeringly expensive flop, Waterworld, <laughs> in which the whole world was flooded due to um, climate change and man-made uh, decisions. Fantas- this strange fantasy it's, it's absurd. It's absurd what they thought the future was like those many years ago. Um, and they went in search of dry land, uh, and people, some people, like Kevin Costner's The Mariner, uh, it evolved gills so they could breathe underwater, and they, I believe they were in search of, like, petrol for some reason, because, <laughs> you know, it was still, like, the 90s, and everything was still about oil. Wasn't there, like, a Mad Max-esque change. chase, though, wasn't it? In these, skis. where oil is very precious yeah. until we need to do a chase sequence. <laughs> and then we, that's what's we'll precious. burn as much We're as we wasting can. a lot of it. <laughs> But anyway, no, enough of, enough, enough, uh, I mean, I know everyone's sick of constant Waterworld, day in, day out, on, <laughs> on the social media and on Sa- Save podcasts. that for the Waterworld podcast, your <laughs> other offshoot of the main Jaded Eye. It's doing very well, thank you. <laughs> How many episodes have you reached? Seven? I mean, we, it's, it's like, uh, there's a, there's, there's a Paul Blart Mall Cop podcast, where they, I think they watch Paul Blart Mallcop once a week, every <laughs> right. week, and do a podcast on it every week. How many times have you guested on that? <laughs> Never seen that either. But no, but let's talk about something I'm we have seen. I'm just trying to avoid talking about Aquaman, that's the truth <laughs> of it, isn't it? So it'll be, um, I mean, definitely, what, would you count it, DC's probably best known hero, um, Aquaman, would <laughs> you say he's, he's there? I'd say he's the Iron Man he's, of the DC exactly, universe. yes. Yes, he's slightly a few rungs below the Iron Man of the DC universe. That's right. <laughs> when, when, before Iron Man became a movie star, I would say he's the Iron Man of the DC no, universe. No, I, I would have said that Green Lantern is the Iron Man of the DC universe. I'd say Iron like Aquaman is the Namor, the Submariner of the DC universe. In that he sucks and no one cares. In that he's not licensed. <laughs> well, yeah. he's, de- yeah. he's stuck in copyright hell. <laughs> uh, but what, we... what a shame but... he's not. <laughs> Before, Sorry, we've got to get through some trailers, haven't we? Yes. Act like a professional, just because it's the last recording before Christmas. That's right. Um, before we get on to that, we look at some trailers. <laughs> we All new trailers for us this time? For, for, for us, anyway. Five Pretty trailers. Much. Five glorious trailers. Where do you want to start? Um, let's with, start with, with some the Some nightmare one. fuel. Yeah. It's... Oh, boy, this one's a tough one. This is a real tightrope for me. This is Alita Battle Angel due out next year. Um, eagle-eyed... I suspect February... You think? Because <laughs> it's a real, 
real mixed bag. There's a lot of big names behind this. I mean, it's directed by uh, Robert Rodriguez, who people might know from things like uh, the Mariachi trilogy, so, uh, Desperado. Surely now it's, it's the Spy Kids, man. Spy Kids has certainly made him an awful lot of money. He's the, the mind and creative force behind the El Rey TV channel. Uh, from Dust Till Dawn, Sin City, big f- uh, friend of Quentin Tarantino, did uh, the Grindhouse movies with him. And now a he's good and competent doing... director. I mean, you know, I like a lot of his work. He's and a... he's now teamed up with the occasional director James Cameron. <coughs> yes, with the uh, oceanographer and occasional <laughs> director of most successful films of all time that enable him to go underwater, uh, James Cameron. And uh, and and they're adapting what is, gosh, I think it's from the eighties or possibly the early nineties. It's originally an anime or originally a, a manga story a japanese uh, comic book story or or animated uh, story called battle angel alita um obviously a, a <clears throat> classic on the anime side so this is a property side. that already exists oh big time yeah, right, yeah, okay. yeah this is from the yeah as i say early 90s late 80s i think pre ghost in the shell post ghost in the shell around about the same time right, I'd say. Okay. i think post but the same sort of era to be honest it, it's not it looks like they hired the same design crew didn't it? Do you think? I mean, well, it's difficult because definitely the aesthetic of the manga was very similar to Ghost in the Shell as well. I don't think they're both Masamune Shiro um, works, but that's because I'm trying not to sound racist by thinking all of the animes <laughs> are written by the same person. Um, but it's you could be fooled for thinking that, given the plots. Yeah, yeah, things. exactly. Yeah, so. Do you want to talk about the plot that we saw in this trailer? Is there, is there perhaps a giant conspiracy behind the scenes and a ragtag team are going to take it on? No, but it is the um, Blade Runner slash Elysium model of the world in which you know there's an overworld of very rich people who live in decadence and and then an underclass of everyone else who subsists so off their world. garbage. I mean, not to get too of. political in this. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, and, and um, so. Um, it's a good story. So, well, what are who? Alita is presumably our main character. Yes, um, of, with yes. the eyes. That's the creepiest bit about it. And as far as I recall, I mean, can you, you know, explain the eyes? Uh, my Just worry, visually, what? Because I'm not sure I could look at the screen when the eyes were on. No, because, I mean it's horrific. So basically, Alita has like massive eyes, and obviously this is a trait in in you know some some Japanese comic books where, where they overemphasize the eyes. Right. But rarely have they decided that that was deliberately how that character should be carried. They've tried over onto to screen. do it in CGI. And it's, live action, it's, haven't they? It's distracting it's, at best and horrific oh. at worst. <laughs> but why does nobody else have them? Yes, this is that's, the thing that's that throws me. It doesn't make sense, and that's why it I mean, comes worryingly close. I mean, cast of them would be terrifying. It, Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, but it would be consistent yes. at least, without like looking at one <laughs> character from the manga and going, "Oh, that's what she has to look like," and then realizing that everyone else. I mean, it's a step in the right direction. At least she doesn't look like a Western actress. That's true. Who is the actress, by the way? Um, I believe it's Rosa Salazar. Right. So, I mean, I mean, we're taking steps away from uh, uh, <laughs> gradual, very much so. But uh, not was not in the Maze Runner films, right. which I'm sure you've seen them all by now. Uh, I've seen the first one, <laughs> um, and it made no sense. It was really dumb. I mean, we haven't got time for that. Uh, so the thing is, Battle Angelita was a pretty cool man, like pretty cool anime film. It's one of the good one ones, off. is it? I mean, not one of the know. pretentious nonsense ones. No, definitely chance? not. Definitely not pretentious. But there's the usual, you know, us and them class war. Look at how their decadence and ignorance has led them to 
create a world of cast-offs that no one cares about and stuff. Slash, she is an un, you know, unkillable like weapon machine. Are you who you are predetermined to be, or do you choose? Does your she own maybe path? not know her past? Exactly. Yes. Oh yes, my indeed. goodness! Is she sort going to discover really her mysterious past that we will not give a shit about? She'll discover that she was destined to be a weapon, and can she ever be more than that by transcending it and finding her humanity, despite the fact that she's a robot? Just a guess, based on having read and watched the source <laughs> material. Um, but that said, apart from the fact that that's a story that has been. A, done before, and B, in this specific kind of mould, possibly based on this particular property, uh, done several times since, you're going to you have the John Carter one of, problem. It's one of these that someone else, everyone else has stolen from it so many times. In a lot of ways, sort right. of before and okay. since. It was well done at the time, but it, I suspect if you redo what they did then, it's going to come off as derivative Ironically, because, again, in the John Carter sense, it's because they're late to the party (laughs) and everyone's written them off in between. That said, Robert Rodriguez is a good director. He knows action. He knows... Yeah, yeah. He's not a great... He's not a... You know, he's not a film... Well, he's a filmmaker... He's not. He doesn't make prestige films, but he makes things that generally know how to keep going. I mean, you know, like it or not, it's evidenced by the fact that cross genre from kids films to the kind He's of roundhouse stuff to even then, Sin City so a lot was commercially of popular. Popular, yeah, but. I mean, let's put it this way. Would you rather James Cameron or Robert Rodriguez have directed this? Because I know who I think will do it more interestingly. I'm, I'm quite tall, actually. Mm. Now, as long as we weren't going to spend two hours of this meeting the CGI Navi, who <laughs> who are, you know, as long, if it was just two hours of James Cameron action sequences, I'd take that over Robert Rodriguez every time. Uh, but, it's, but it's quirky characters who are going to fight each other in stylized violence with very little behind it. I mean... It's, you so know, it's, aliens? it's his wheelhouse. It's his wheelhouse, right? Um, I'm not convinced. It's Predators. You're, you're not doubting the director of Predators, are you? Surely. Just a little. Just a little. <laughs> but it's going to actually, no, he was the producer of Predators. He didn't direct in the end, did he? It was, did he not? No, no, it was somebody else. Oh, well, so that's another knock in his course. Well, I mean, he, he obviously he couldn't handle something that big. But, uh, <laughs> but a James Cameron. So what's you know. happened to this cast? Why is this cast. A lot of Oscar winners. Because, I mean, because James Cameron's involved. I imagine there's a lot of money. Was James Cameron this as well. equi- originally going to direct, and has he dropped back because he's got 17 more Avatar films to make? Uh, rumors were, yes, sort of, maybe. But I mean, as you say, he is only a sometime director now. He's got enough money to finally pursue Whatever diving to the Marianas Trench, which is all he really wants to do. So he doesn't. Is it the Avatar theme park? There is that what he's actually spending his time on? Three sequels. I thought it was four. Coming? It may four. be five. I mean, we're going to be nearly ten Awa, years you know. since the first one. Yeah. Will anyone remember it when it turns well, up? Well, I mean, crucially, did anyone want a sequel to it five minutes after it came <laughs> out? But that's another story. We'll have to wait for. Well, you know, you're not going to at this point second guess the man with the biggest and the second biggest <laughs> grossing movies of all time. It's still his belt. such a mystery. Yeah, no, but nevertheless, the figures oh, are there. Fine. And so, if you're going to write a check, then that's the guy we to saw bank. a lot of Christopher Waltz. Christopher Waltz, yeah, as uh, Doctor Ido, who's who, what, the who builds. Yes, he discovers pieces? her discarded right, okay. chassis and builds a body to, for the rest of Jennifer it. Jennifer Connolly is listed here. I don't remember seeing her in the trailer. Yes, we did. We did briefly. Oh, okay, um, and uh, it's and and um, oh, Marshala Ali. 
as uh, Vector as one of the Who bad is guys. Currently, like the biggest actor in Hollywood, thanks to his Oscar win last year and all the other stuff that's kicking off. Is this and must have been filmed a little while ago? Yeah, I as think so. Yes, as generic. But evil generic, baddie, generic bad guy. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's you know the thing is for whatever he's reason, very good. Yeah, exactly. For whatever reason, they've become involved. You've got a lot of great actors who are going to put really charismatic performances into what will be absolutely. You've also got Casper Van Dien, and you know who, for all, it, who again, ranks amongst didn't them. make the credits. Ranks didn't among them, the obviously. Casper Van Dien, best known as. Uh, or only known as from Rico. Starship Troopers for being Rico. Um, let's just say that was the high point of his career yeah, and his Jackie, debut. Jackie Early Haley. Jackie Early Haley. Michelle Rodriguez. Who, um, Jackie Early Haley, maybe from uh, people might know as uh, Rorschach from Watchmen. Uh, he was in the Freddy Robocop Kruger? reboot. He was the new Freddy Krueger, but yeah, <laughs> I guess <laughs> if we have to mention that. Um, Michelle and, Rodriguez, and so that's, Fast that's, and Furious films, and she yeah. was in one of Avatar. She was in Avatar, wasn't she? She was in Avatar. Yeah, that's right. She died in the first one, I believe. Oof, spoiler. Well, it hasn't stopped her character from coming back in the Fast and the Furious, so <laughs> who knows what will happen. And Ed there. Screen's still getting work. Um, Ed Screen, best Deadpool? known as the uh, yeah, best from Deadpool, Deadpool, surely. Yeah, Deadpool. probably Deadpool One. He was in the reboot of the Transporter, I believe. Um, Do you mean the transporter refueled? That's the one, yeah. yeah. Um, (laughs) Don't think it went great, to be honest. Yeah, that doesn't seem to have launched into its own franchise. No, but it could have. Um, And he was uh, the first person (coughs) to portray... Oh, Daharis somebody. Daharis... Game of Thrones, and he got replaced... Oh right, seasons. okay. Well, Goodness no, me. he left to do the transporter, and so they recast him as somebody more handsome. Right, I see. Bit, um, of, ga- bit of Game of Thrones knowledge there. Indeed. indeed. So, I mean, this this looks terrifying and quite crap. Um, it, it? I think I'll enjoy it because I liked the anime. And was that the case of Ghost in the Shell? Yeah, I mean, that's probably. just the that's just the black mark against it. Ghost in the Shell was boring as hell. I rewatched Ghost in the Shell and I still like it. So I don't know what's wrong with me, but whatever it is is likely <laughs> is to be the Scarlett same. Is that Scarlett Johansson in a tight fitting suit? Did that? It's a mystery. Is what I'm saying. What the reason could be? It it, it may be that we'll never know. Just just okay, fine. fine. <laughs> um, but I still like. But this it. film doesn't have that. No, it has but scary I, eyes. I feel like I mean robots. The eyes are the thing that puts me off because you can't watch without being distracted by the fact it's that they such haven't a got weird the money. Decision, isn't it? It looks freaky, and they haven't got the money to do it right. They haven't got they the money to stand have on the, the money. CGI. James Cameron. Can bankroll this on his own, can't he? I mean, I th- I'm sure he could have. Do you, does it look like he has? I don't think so. I mean, there are a lot of effects in the trailer, and some of them look pretty good. All the cyborg parts. Yes, that's true. The skylines, true. and yes. yet the eyes look not terrifying. Good. They look like they were photoshopped on. They look like an Instagram filter. <laughs> um, they probably will be all the rage come. Where are we? Early February. February the right. 6th. You see, I was going to say, in our, in our shamefully unscientific manner, let's see when it's coming out and judge it thusly. Um, February the 6th, oh boy, it's not going to make its money back, is it, Jim? <laughs> Always a good month. It's, uh, yeah, that one's been been dumped, but uh, I kind of want to see it. Yeah, I think we ought to. Alright, trailer number two. The Lego Movie 2, The Second Part. Yeah. That's a fine name for a film. <laughs> um... I we loved the really Lego Movie, didn't we? The, the Lego Movie, the first Lego Movie, I genuinely still feel is one of the best kids' films of all time. It's a brilliantly made film, excellently realised by a team who I really don't think have, have taken 
uh, much of a step wrong in anything they've done. Um, although their cut of the solo movie, who knows what that was? Um, that, so um, Lord and Lord and Miller made Lord the original. And Miller made the original, and they have a screenplay credit here, but they're not returning to the director's chair. Now that would be more worrying. So Phil Lord and Christopher Miller obviously wrote and directed the first one. Um, have have had success with things like 21 Jump Street and frankly a lot of things that didn't deserve to be as good as they ended up being kind of like the Lego movie like the Lego movie exactly (laughs) and yet when you had like the Lego Batman movie they had a similar relationship with it I think and that was also good you see that's my concern or that's what makes me confident about this Mm. because I would have said lightning can't strike twice yes because this isn't a great teaser it has a couple of funny moments it's really not a good teaser you just say well you know the first was great they're going to screw up the second but the Batman movie exists Mm. and that's adjacent to this and that was genius again so for me they get a pass it's going to be great the Lego Ninjago movie exists is that is that terrible nobody watched it because (laughs) everyone said it was terrible so who knows who knows where we'll end up you know um it's... All the cast are returning by the looks of it. And Chris uh, Pratt gets quite a lot of the trailer. Is Chris Pratt still a movie star? Yeah, big okay. time. Well, you don't help two Jurassic, Jurassic to... Parks without uh, <laughs> cementing that relationship, just like Jeff Goldblum. Um, <laughs> well, well he is, he's, he's royalty now. He is. I don't think he's in this. No, no, it doesn't appear to. Um, Elizabeth Banks returns as Wildstar. So they make the point, I mean, the only thing to go on in the trailer is they do make the point that she did all of the work in the first one and he got all the credit and gets called a hero. And you get, it's like putting a lampshade on a lampshade. Is You, you get points for pointing <laughs> that too out. Far. But then when you immediately kidnap that character again and have it being all about him trying to get again. her back you've just done the same thing again and only now you haven't got the excuse that you didn't know what you were doing because you've just called out that you knew what you were doing so i mean you know in terms of a uh in terms of uh, showing this to my letting my daughter it's a bad this, sign isn't is it? it a good message for her? <laughs> probably actually no it looks more like a damsel in distress type and i'm sure she'll kick butt in her own way but uh, I, I will say th- I'm looking forward to this, but this trailer did not do a particularly good job. No, well, it was only a teaser. I mean, to be frank, what was in that trailer may not exist in the film. It may be like, you know, the prologue that they sort out in five minutes before the main plot kicks in. Yeah. It wouldn't be the first time they've bait and switched like that. Um... Will Arnett's back as Batman. That's going to be a plus. Didn't get a line in the trailer, sadly. Charlie Day's back as the Spaceman. I did worry that whether they'd have Will Arnett back as Batman because he didn't have a line in the trailer. He's too big now. Well, you know, who knows? Maybe it's like Marvel. He's signed in for a a nine-picture Lego movie deal, (laughs) including all appearances as Batman. Afraid so. And apparently Margot Robbie's going to be in this one as Harley Quinn. Oh, dear. How desperate are things getting? Oh dear! It depends what. It depends, <laughs> I guess, what outfit of Harley Quinn. Because <laughs> if it's the Suicide Squad one, I mean, there I must be a Lego Harley Quinn at this point. But in that outfit, <laughs> I in don't the classic know. Harley Quinn outfit, I wouldn't be surprised. But in the movie one, well, hmm. <clears throat> do it's they make that one. much? Do you out February plastic? again? Was the first one in February? Yeah, I think it was. All right, we'll get this will be a half term film, I imagine. Yes, yeah, coming out two days after Battle Angel. Well, I think that might be America. Oh, okay, but yeah, 
Well, we don't care when it's coming out on this. That'll be, it's quite uh, soon to say this is only a teaser, though. It's true. And are they, are they working desperately to get it finished? I think? think maybe they just don't want to... Um, 8th of February, UK. Don't want to pay for the time. In, oh, really? Wow, so, so. that is early. So that is a couple of weeks before half-term over here. Surprising. Well, maybe this one's for the dads because Harley Quinn's in it. <laughs> maybe it's a Valentine's film. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got Harley Quinn's Valentine's in it. Day. Well, there was a heart in this. I mean, it exploded, but it was there. That's very true, yeah. Maybe it's a subtle message. Hmm. <laughs> not much to go on on this one. No. Uh, happy to see it, but yeah. Well, it didn't do anything that made you think they'd completely screwed it up. That's already. true. That's true. Trailer number three. Things that may have already been so screwed up <laughs> they can't be restored. Trailer number three. Um, one firm out there... I mean, a lot of people are trying to replicate the success of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, it's it's almost all pervasive in Hollywood at the moment. Everything is superheroes. Marvel are really yet to have a flop, I don't think, in, in since, you know, the, the Kevin Feige reign starting with Iron Man back in 2008. Um, and then you've got the DC Extended Universe and Fox, who own some Marvel properties, have really <laughs> decided which of the two they want to emulate is the dark and moody one that no one likes. Um, they've rebooted the X-Men already in a sort of soft reboot Semi- time travel oh, well. bullshit up, haven't they? <laughs> to, uh, and nobody's... Did we, we? I think we enjoyed Days of Future Past, didn't we? Yes. It feels like a long, long time ago, and it's very but... easy to forget there's another one in between that just passed us by so... That wasn't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apocalypse wasn't very good. Days of Future Past was okay. It wasn't as good as First Class, but First Class, you had Matthew Vaughan and Jane Goldman. You had Matthew Vaughan directing and Jane Goldman writing um, X-Men yeah, First Class, and that was a good But that film. did have Kevin Bacon in. Yes, and therefore Whereas Days of Future better. Past was far, far significant for not having any Kevin Bacon you in. Just like, you just like the high... You like the high, the slow-mo scene for the high speed for Evan Peters' Quicksilver <laughs> without ever explaining how he's still in it in the modern day at the same age as he was to be fair when t- they time, time travel sorts out a lot of trouble but he didn't time travel they went back to the 70s and he was there and then i think you'll later... find neither magneto nor charles have aged much in for the 40 years that these films have covered that's not true at one point <laughs> i mean he's shaved hair. his head off yeah. I think Magneto's grown a beard and shaved it off a few times <laughs> yeah, through the course possibly. of these films, but that's about your lot. He spent some time in Argentina. <laughs> that much we know. Which one was that? That was when he was went around killing all the Nazis. Well, that's first that class away. again. Is the it? one that nobody cares about. Oh, well, that was the good one. Shut up. <laughs> we'll have to agree to disagree. Can we both agree that Apocalypse is rubbish? It was rubbish. Okay, yeah, excellent. Yeah, and... So now we've we've once again got round to Dark Phoenix. So d- d- before they finally get bought up by <laughs> Disney Marvel, Fox are desperately trying the last like tentpole in the you know franchise that they own, which is the last untapped slash already tapped in kind of a bad way in X Men Two. <laughs> Three. Uh, it, was, it was rushed saga. into three, wasn't it? Oh, I thought it was the end of two. She did. It. I, I suppose it's hinted. No, it's hinted at the oh, end of two, and then it becomes the entire plot yeah, three, right. along with several other things <laughs> and Vinnie <laughs> Jones. And Vinnie Jones. Oh dear. And Ellen Page is Shadow Cat, so you know. <laughs> the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. <laughs> Um, yes. Yeah, no, so they're going to call Brett Ratner the Lord, obviously. That's... No, no, definitely not. I mean, I mean, that... doesn't this feel amazingly old-fashioned? Uh, I don't know what it is, but sat watching this, I was kind of going, 
I think it's about three years since Apocalypse came out. Maybe it's two God, years. Yeah. But it feels like a decade. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. kind of vaguely remember when franchises would release one film every three years and mm. it felt really exciting. And now it seems <clears> what behind And now the if we don't get one every four <laughs> months, <laughs> even if it's just tangential characters interacting, it feels like stagnant. Like they you think in these days of Wolverine in this one, in these days again. of burning through box sets, you know, watching the entire series in a weekend and film franchises that churn out three films a year, mm. there's something very odd about a franchise that gives us one or two films in a six-year span. It does feel weird and out of place, and I mean, the crazy thing is, with the output rate of even the the bad comics uh, uh, company. Um, is, that, is that what you're calling that's them? That's what now? they're called, yeah. Um, even with, that's very harsh on rebellion. <laughs> even with their output, uh, this feels like behind the curve. It, you're right, it's crazy. You used to be able to go, oh, you know, Terminator to Terminator 2, you could have nearly 10 years between them. To be honest, I was thinking Spider Man's, but you're right, okay, let's go Spiders, much further back. Yeah, Spider Man. Because um, the first trilogy must be like three years apart in each film. Yeah, yeah, was it 2001 to... God, it probably was 2008, yeah. <laughs> and, but that does weirdly feel behind the Doesn't times now. Doesn't it feel now. strange? And you start to go, hang on a minute, I vaguely recognise those actors. Oh God, Michael Fassbender's been all of these, hasn't he? What <laughs> have you been doing with yeah. this? How is it still going? But And it's not like it's one person churning them out. And that's the fastest rate they can yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, Because even when they like throttle these direct uh, Sam Raimi into submission, you could still make one every two years at best. Yeah, and they're throwing them together these yeah. days. But it just it just can't keep up with the modern production line. It's very strange. And I suppose the X Men have always felt a bit outdated in that kind of we're a bit embarrassed to be superheroes and we don't <laughs> like recreating the proper stuff. And yeah, and well, we um, never quite hit the mood of the jokes and obviously it doesn't help they're always set in a they're now always set in a specific decade historically yeah that's true presumably this one's set in the 90s or maybe the 80s keep time travelling forward one decade per movie you know (laughs) with James McAvoy never ageing at all exactly and it's long enough since the last one that nobody remembers um, that the last one was set ten years prior and yet they're all the same age Yes, it doesn't make any sense, and even if they're trying to... I don't know, it's... But anyway, so uh, we haven't said anything about the plot of the film that this trailer suggests. Yes. Um, it's Is all about Sophie care? Turner. Uh, Jean Grey slash Dark Presumably Phoenix. she's been Jean Grey before. She has. You see, again, yeah. it's... Yeah. Last two, I think. Mystifying. Was she she's one been of... the last two, at least. So since they did Days of Future Past, I think she's been in it. Right. She was in X-Men Apocalypse. Yep. And that was her first appearance, apparently. No, she must have according been in the future past. Not according to this. But no. hey, maybe the IMDb is wrong and your memory is correct. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure it's <laughs> definitely been proven to be the case before. Are you confusing her with around? Wolverine? Yes. Well, the thing is now, right, he's supposed to never age, and yet he will look very old. He's, he's not going to be He is them. not going to be Of course he's not going to be in it. That's Hugh Jackman his... is not bulking up for this. <laughs> his swan yeah, I think you'll find he's exercising his vocal cords for his stadium tour. Oh, good Lord. Is he a stadium Do you not already have a ticket yet? No. Apparently he's doing hits from musical theatre and The Greatest Showman. Plus stories from his life. Good Lord. I mean, I've been I've been on the pre-order list for this is, this months. Is, what is it? This is the dangerous kind of... Um, well, this is more profitable than appearing in films, isn't it? No, it's he's got enough money from films that he can force people to let him do this. It's like Russell Crowe doing music. Well, no, actually, that's not true. It's more like Steven Seagal doing music. But at least Russell Crowe never made any money from it. 
<laughs> You're being very harsh on a man who knows how to sing and dance. I, I well, he certainly wants he was in Lay Miz. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. How well received was his performance in that? Very. Was it? Very. Think of by an audience of one. By a straw poll of Jay Lee. Yeah. By the important people. I see. In this room. Sorry, right. Dark Phoenix, you were about to tell us. Um, yeah, so, I mean, long story short, from the comics, Jean Grey is, she is a, a very is she a life psychic. model? A, a decoy. <laughs> whatever they call it. An android. A clone. <laughs> If it was the MCU, she might be a Skrull. I'm pretty sure she has been at some point, but I think it's clear that they've Dude, got I the rights Fox to those. I thought Fox owned now. those. No, because the Skrulls are in Captain Marvel. Oh, so well, there you either go. they're shared or... Once or again, we're drifting away from Dark yes, Phoenix. Yes, sorry, sorry, yes. So, Jean Grey, a powerful psychic, <clears throat> more powerful than Professor X, but he encounters her when she's a kid, sees that she could become more powerful and is having difficulty controlling her powers because within her lies this either Force or Alter Ego or something called the Phoenix or the Dark Phoenix. And I think maybe retconned later in comics that it's actually some, like, galactic force within the universe or something, but I think it started out as basically her idea of the naughty side of her personality. So because she's too young to control it, Professor X kind of locks it away. And as right. we know with repressing memories, that always that was... goes fine <laughs> and that never causes bigger problems later on down the line. So and doesn't she have to point... fall in love with Wolverine in order for it to come out? Oh god, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> in the comics in the end. Um but... well, I'm thinking to the definitive text about the Dark Phoenix. All right, okay. <laughs> um, and then what X two? I don't know. X three again. Did Why it not start in X two? With the, the post credit oh. scene or the effective end of X two teases it. Oh yeah, just the yeah. Okay, fair enough. Because she gets wiped out. Well, she stops the waterfall from crushing the X jet and then gets wiped out. The uh, what is it called? The Blackbird. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. X jet sounds cooler though. It does. Yeah, but that was Malcolm X's private plane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so we do not have a lot of respect for the X-Men universe do we? I mean neither do the filmmakers to be honest is this it before they just can the whole shabosh no this is it before they get bought by Disney and then they start doing it properly retcon the entire thing oh yeah these people will be out of a job yeah but I mean does Jennifer Lawrence even want to be there anymore no, definitely not. This really smacks of something that was signed when she was much less well known. Do you think and is um, in for a three picture deal? <laughs> of which this would be the third. So yeah, no, IMDB's probably right. But I don't know, maybe maybe I, maybe she, they made it all about her. Maybe well, no, it's not all I about mean, her. I mean one of the really. last ones. It's all about Sophie Turner in this one. So Jennifer Lawrence in this one plays Mystique. Um, the shape changing. X Men Apocalypse was all no X Men Days of Future Past and X Men Apocalypse uh-huh. was all about her. Aha! Uh-huh. So this is her fourth. I thought she wasn't. Oh no! Wait, damn! That's someone else. Damn! Damn! damn. You're not doing well with this X Men no, universe. I'm getting are you? really confused between Sophie Turner and Jennifer Lawrence in this film <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> one of them's blue. Right. Yes. But I suspect so only. only <laughs> I suspect only her face. Hand. In order only to cut down the yeah, makeup exactly, time and only yeah. in a handful of scenes. It, yeah. Unless wearing... she pulls a James Marsden and demands she gets killed in the opening ten minutes <laughs> so she doesn't have to appear in the rest of the film. Um, which, you know, is possible. And so this, this dark power, this phoenix power inside of her resurfaces and I, again. Do you think maybe Michael Fassbender will decide to be evil again? I mean, I mean, this will be, what, the fourth time he's had a crisis of confidence and decided to go evil? He certainly seems to be existing in, like, a junkyard along with some outcast but, mutants. But, I mean... I, there's definitely one where he starts in a woods being very happy and then his daughter dies oh, and he yeah. goes evil. Yeah. Yes, and then isn't is. there one where Apocalypse turns up and says, why don't you become evil? Isn't that the same one? I'm not sure it is. I don't know. 
Well, it's just it's going round in circles. It's going round the drain. Isn't but this it? one, this one will be Michael Fassbender going, "Yes, oh yes, be be the Dark Phoenix," and then going, "Oh no, what have I unleashed? Ah, butts." <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and maybe helps defeat her, or maybe eggs her on. Because he definitely helps Apocalypse for, for a while, and then goes, "Oh, this is a bad idea." Does he? I really don't remember that. Film. Yeah, because he destroys Auschwitz. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on a plane, and even I remember that bit. <laughs> okay. It sounds like we're going to have to watch a lot of X Men films this evening to get uh, you back up to speed. I mean, we might have to. I don't look forward. So this to is it. the weird thing. It's directed by Simon Kinberg, who I think is a writer of yeah. all the previous films. Yeah. And kind of like the Kevin Feige of the X-Men world. Really? Um, as in, he's been a writer or a producer on basically everything. Oh, I see. <laughs> Boy, that's a tough, uh, Yes, tough this is his first film. Oh, my. As director, having writing credits on... Uh, Still writing credits the on Last a lot. Stand, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, Fantastic Four, the um, the more recent one that didn't oh, go before. Oh, no. That's Dark not... Phoenix. Um, Fantastic. The untitled Star Wars Boba Fett project. Yeah, I just to bring us back anymore. to another franchise <laughs> that has begun floundering. Um, so wow, it's, first it's quite odd not to care about a superhero film. It and is to think how how the X Men launched it all, and now out in June. I mean, it's going to get trampled by whatever Marvel. Isn't that about the time Spider Man Homecoming two turns up? Is it? Oh, good. Is that next year? It is indeed. Well, I will look forward to that then. Um, Shall we move on to another franchise floundering for a direction? <laughs> you like my link? Isn't it? It's very segway, nice. Segway. Great segue. Um, Introduced by the one and only John Cena. Yes. This is a Bumblebee. This is the Transformers spin off. Uh, Bumblebee that everyone was clamouring for. <laughs> because if there's one thing the world has not had enough of, it is Transformers. Is this Transformers films. 6 or Transformers uh, 7? No, I think it's 7. Transformers you definitely seven. head up to four wow. and then the last night and then maybe it's six. But it's a prequel, so it's Transformers Zero. I mean, Zero is a score that they, <laughs> they should get used to hearing about this. Of course, um, they're playing a similar... I mean, I hear rumblings of a similar game to the rebooted Ghostbusters uh, where they took what was a terribly made film with a very bad script and tried to pretend that it was all uh, people being really sexist as to why, you know, it wasn't very good. And actually, amazingly, parlayed that into a, you know, an online revolt that meant it actually did all right at the box office. Wow, controversial. I'm not going to associate myself with that statement. Well, there you go. You see, because uh, people are angry. Uh, not at what's the this fact got to do with Bumblebee? Um, people are saying, oh, the trailer and the film has a female uh, main character, right. and so this won't do well because all of the Transformers male fanboys won't go and see it. And that, uh, considering it isn't out yet, really smacks of, oh, we've got a shit film, let's try and whip up some internet controversy so that we can look like the aggrieved It party. doesn't smack of the internet controversy kicks off because the slightest little insult. Uh, I mean, you know, there'll definitely be people out there saying, I'm not going to see it because it looks like there's a female main character. But I'd imagine there's a lot more people going to see it going, I'm not going to see another fucking Transformers <laughs> film. They're all shit. They make a lot of money. I a know. lot of people yeah. are going to see That's them. That's true. A lot of Chinese people, I suspect, don't have a choice <laughs> and are going to see them. You think they're being marched to the I, cinemas to see these I'm films? I'm saying there are differences in freedoms 
that we're not necessarily aware of in all aspects. <laughs> the of the that freedom culture. to choose not to see John Cena that, yeah, is something uh-huh. that we have in the Western all world. All I'm saying is, you know, like... wow. So I mean, this trailer starts with somebody attacking Bumblebee, screaming, "Where is Optimus Prime?" Is that and given what he was he's saying? the only interesting Transformer, that's what I was thinking as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I suspect I'll be watching most of the film thinking, what? "Where is Optimus Prime?" Why am I not listening to Peter Cullen right now? <laughs> You mute. I know yellow he's. Annoyance. I know he's very old, and he probably can't do the voice for long. But but let's milk it, it for what it's worth. It. Nobody's here for anything else, surely. Um, and Bumblebee is also the transformer that doesn't speak. Uh, pres- yeah, in the, in the main films, yeah. Uh, Until they fix his voice box dramatically, and then probably it breaks for the next film. I don't uh, know. But he um, but he's stuck in eighties. Is it San Francisco? Eighties. Who knows? I mean, it's I a prequel, know. so that's a fair point. I, I don't know. know. We, we weren't he's, paying attention. He's were the he? original Volkswagen, which was previously not allowed in the film, so something's changed there. They have enough money to buy that Are license? Are you sure they do for this? Apparently. I guess, maybe. I mean, previously they've said you know that they didn't want them involved because obviously Volkswagen would not want their products associated with conflict. <laughs> no, but now... So we'll leave changed. that one out there. So clearly <clears throat> there's no fighting in this film either. It must yeah, be all friendly. That's true. Well, there is running. That's what we saw in the film. There was Definitely a lot of Transformers running. running and fighting. There was some stuff. Even when John Cena ordered them not to run. That was quite fun, wasn't was it? Was it? I did giggle a little Good bit. Good grief. <laughs> I mean, it was the kind of acting you come to expect from John Cena. He really <laughs> sold that. <laughs> it's, he put all his heart and soul into both the initial command and then the deadpan gag afterwards. I'll give you I mean, it's the man... definitely the best he can do. <laughs> I was I I giggled. I'm sorry, I did giggle. But then, you know, I've had a soft spot for some of the bad things that happened in Transformers films. Like their entire <laughs> yeah, Well that's true. Yes. Um and then we saw a lot of stuff of full CG old fashioned Transformers. Is that fair to call them? Yes. On that was quite Cybertron, encouraging, presumably. presumably. Unless, well, it's only unless in one flashback. of the films the Earth got turned into Cybertron <laughs> and we missed it. <laughs> yeah, that's entirely There's possible. an entire robot city in one corner that they... Uh, maybe that they haven't mentioned in any of the previous films. So you but actually you... half the eastern seaboard is... Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Chicago's been demolished three or four times now. There's <laughs> not just... much left of the west side. They're but... assuming that eventually that'll get sorted out, are they? Like, oh, well, yeah, it's a bit of a mess now, but once <laughs> we, they we finish rebuilt this it little battle, Cybertron. Yeah, we'll rebuild it again. Um, <clears throat> who knows? Why? What? Work? I mean, it's, what's the it's, point? What's the isn't story? Isn't it effort to launch this without Michael Bay involved? Is there? I mean, he'll probably have Is a producing. I'm sure he'll have an executive what producing credit. What difference will that make? How will it make it better or worse? There might be less different. racist jokes in it. Only because one of the characters doesn't speak. <laughs> I mean, what is the what's, what's say, the story? Come on, <coughs> we, Bumblebee we've the hides as a small robot Bumblebee to escape exists. the plane thing that attacked him. To escape, yes, the person that threw him off a cliff. I think so. Now wants him back. No, right. <laughs> to to avoid him because to avoid him. I think he's hiding from him because right. he's a baddie. I reckon he's one of the plane's baddies, like Starscream. We know or he was a plane. Like yes. We saw that. We don't know why he wants him. And well, he wants he's to know where is Optimus Prime. Which ah. he didn't know. <laughs> the, that's the only thing we gathered from Bumblebee. He didn't know. Maybe he was lying. He's a sneaky fellow. I don't maybe, see how. Maybe he, he could have been able speak. to. Maybe he could have been able to speak all this time. All oh, right. Surely okay. this is the dramatic moment where he lost his voice box through the damage. Haven't you always wanted to know how he became the Bumblebee we all know and love? 
No! I mean, this is like a solo story, isn't it? Only they made it up. We're going to see where he film. finds the dice that he hangs from his dashboard it's... that you totally saw in all the previous films. That's... <laughs> You're right, it does look rubbish. It doesn't look at anything. I don't know what it... Uh, it's a goddamn Transformers film. We've been burnt too many times. And then just when you think they're trying for something different, mm. after the credit sequence, they then have a Transformer comedily wrecking a room... Falling over and smashing stuff. And oh, you yeah. just go, yeah. oh yeah, nothing's changed. Somebody's going to leak oil in a parody <laughs> of urination mate. at some point. <laughs> How funny. Do you out? I think either Christmas Day or Boxing Day. No, Christmas Eve. Crashing, so it's got a full week. cinemas on Christmas Cancel Eve. your Christmas lunches and get you to a cinema to see Bumblebee. My God. I can hardly wait. Right. I can definitely wait. We're almost through this trailer reel, but we've got one... Um, Deep pit of despair to is that complete. It? Is that all of them? Nearly done, are we? Okay, all right. This is Holmes and Watson. Yes. The triumphant return of um, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Previously, those what, comedy masterpieces. Step Brothers, for That's example. That's the one. Yes, and they've definitely made a couple of a few things, things together. They? Yeah. Because apparently they're hilarious. Of Talladega Nights. Are they both in that one? Yes, I think so. Um, I mean. Usually, John C. Ryle will have a a, um, a role in some. Except when he's, I, I enjoy him. Except when oh, he's standing yeah. next to Will Ferrell. He, yeah, John C. Ryle is really good. Like he's um, everything from. Was he in Magnolia? I think so. Or, God, that's or, a long he did time a serious ago. turn in that, and he was really good. Mm. Um, and he's a great comic. Actor have you as seen well. the really trailers funny. for um, Stan and Ollie? No, I haven't. The no, biopic for Laurel and Hardy and uh, Steve Coogan, and they right? look spectacular. Yeah, properly just completely captured them. But none of that is in this. No, uh, this is this is Holmes and Watson. Uh, Sherlock Holmes, as we all know, is a public domain intellectual property and that means it's free to be used and abused in every way possible by anybody who wants to try it including well there's TV series of Elementary and Sherlock on the BBC um, there are the Robert Downey Jr. couple of films directed which they by keep promising we'll have another one a third really well they it's, always keep saying they'll come back shaky for third ground one. because of um, Madonna's ex-husband as the director Guy Ritchie yeah and uh, I, I only know him as Madonna's ex-husband um, <laughs> and the first one did gangbusters really unexpectedly and then he went on to do things like did he not do the King Arthur one that bombed last year and stuff like that. Yes, that does ring so, a bell. So, I think he's uh, on a bit of a tightrope of whether he gets the money for these projects or not. Um, because, uh, weirdly though, he also did The Man from Uncle with Army Hammer which and again, Henry bombed, Cavill, Which again bombed, bombed because we but was really it. good. Um, so it's weird. It's not like he just makes crap, but he definitely sometimes makes crap. So, yeah. Sherlock Holmes 3 is rumoured for 2020. Rumored. So, no. No. But anyway, that, but that still looks more interesting than this Holmes travesty. And Watson, which is a typical just roll the cameras and we'll film the mugging um, sort of American comedy of. Uh, well, it's Aren't Will the British silly. and John C. Riley. You know comedy, what you're coming yeah. for. Quite a, quite a cast, though. Ralph Fiennes is turning up as, as Moriarty. Moriarty. Got yeah, one yeah, scene in the trailer. Um, Rebecca Hall. Kelly McDonald. Kelly McDonald's the landlady, Mrs. Hugh, Hudson. Hugh Laurie. 
Oh yeah, it's a bit of Mycroft. Who didn't he made the trailer? I thought Steve Coogan, Rob Brydon. Yeah, Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon together. (laughs) That always works well, doesn't it? Pam Ferris as Queen Victoria is a a surprise, a welcome surprise to see. (laughs) But you know, they're going to get barely a scene before um, Will Ferrell just stamps all over them and then he's anti-hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a lot of that and I don't know. It'll either be one of those where... Americans say, oh, it's hilarious, and it'll end up doing great business, or it'll just fall flat like semi-pro, like so many <laughs> other Will Ferrell things. I mean, even Talladega Nights, I don't think, did that well. doesn't feel it like he's had great. a hit in a while. Maybe Anchorman Gosh. 2 did pretty well. But... Yeah, no, I think Anchorman 2 was really quite well-reviewed, but didn't do good business, but... Um... Gosh, yeah. Can I think of a Will Ferrell movie that's done really, really well recently? Not so much, I'm afraid. Um, and yet this one seems like it's being billed as a great, you know, a real triumphant return mm. to form sort of thing. So it seems like they have some confidence in it. I don't understand why. But uh, I didn't see anything written here. And, written directed by an Etten Cohen. Etten Cohen, yeah. Who I definitely read as Ethan Cohen. I also Did you yeah, read that? Yeah. Do you think it, half these actors have read Ethan Cohen on the script? That's what they're to them? <laughs> Ray finds that I always wanted to work with the Cohen brothers. Even just disappointed. one of them. I, I, I didn't know they'd the split, diff- but okay. Yeah, a different Cohen. I thought it was a misspelling. This guy has they, writing yeah. credits on Tropic Thunder. Okay, plus, which is good. Men in Black 3. Which is bad. And Madagascar 2. Which is Madagascar. So, you know, yeah. make of it what you will. Seems to be involved with... Um, not a lot. This is his first full film. And, uh, no, it looks like he directed oh, the Will Ferrell, Kevin Hart Hart's stuff. extended prison rape joke, Get Hard. Ah, that's uh, what it was. Which was, I mean, fairly well panned at the time for very good reasons of unoriginality and <laughs> terrible plotting and, you know, all of the other attempt stuff. So you're not looking forward to Hamilton Watson, is what you're saying? I mean... This looks hideous. Yeah. It's out Boxing Day. I mean, it's going to be a rough trip to the cinema, isn't it? Uh, I think the wise advice is to do you, stay just, in do you and have your loved ones. <laughs> Will Ferrell and John C. Riley mugging away, or do you want to see John Cena saying, run? Yeah. Come on. Boy, that is a tough choice, isn't it? <laughs> do, do I have to imagine you were going to the cinema. Well, day. that's it over Christmas. Everything else oh, will be gone. I mean, I assume the rest of the films. will still be around. <laughs> well... Difficult <laughs> choice. We've had our fill of fill, five films. Yeah, it's a tough. It's a tough. Well, you, go you, first, remember you go first. You go first. Or list them out. Just as, you, <laughs> as I just, think the moment to help you out. Well, obviously memory. we've talked about Holmes and Watson and Bumblebee. Oh, <laughs> it can't be either of those, surely. <laughs> I'm surely pretty sure not. that's all we spoke about. Aren't you certain that's all we spoke about? I mean, the Lego Movie 2 has the pedigree. Yes, that's true. Let's put it that way. Whereas the previous X-Men films have been pretty bad, the previous Transformers films have been very bad, and the previous yeah. Will Ferrell films have been very, very bad. Can you face... And even I can't remember what the first trailer can was you face, we discussed. you know, 100 minutes The previous Robert Rodriguez films. Massive-eyed <laughs> Battle Angel Alita, or Alita Battle Angel, as it's for some reason been reordered. I'm going to go with... Um, Oh, God, it's so difficult, isn't it? <laughs> the Lego Movie 2. It's a safe bet, yes. Because I haven't seen Lego Ninjago, so maybe that was the third masterpiece. It's a safer bet, let's it say. Is. I want to see Battle Angel. I'm intrigued Sorry. to see how bad Bumblebee can be. Oh, God, I'm not. But I'm t- my, my enthusiasm for seeing how badly they could do Transformers films wore out about... <laughs> 
three Transformers films. Oh ago. no, my enthusiasm for seeing somebody else try to do a Transformers Dear film. Dear Lord, no, thank you. But no, no Lego for me. Are I, you off I, to see the creepy eyes? Yeah, uh, Elite Battle Angel. And because not sleep for a week. There is a possibility that <clears> it will be um, again everything I like. You know, a sci-fi story of kick-ass with robots and a cool future aesthetic and fun and stuff like that. And it probably won't be. It'll probably be <laughs> terrible. But it might be good. I think it's going to be really dull. I mean, yeah, probably. But it might not be. All right, that's true. <laughs> I, lo- I love your positivity. So, with uh, that out of the way, we should get on to the main event itself, which this time was... Aquaman. 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 The return of the DC Cinematic Universe. The return? <laughs> it's been a while. Or the parting shot, or, <laughs> or the insult thrown whilst running away. <laughs> Did you like Aquaman? Oh boy, I'm... Sort of, yeah. <laughs> Do you hate yourself for sort liking it? Sort of, yeah. It, I mean, it's a real complicated film in a lot of ways. <laughs> is it, is yeah, because it really? it's it's it does not know from one it's moment. It's real complicated to the next. films. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't know. From What's one your favourite genre? <laughs> well, I really like you know the kind of. The Lost Island sort of uh, Lost World <laughs> journey to the centre of the right, Earth. Right, excellent. A nice adventure Jurassic film. Park, yeah. you know. Do you enjoy a bit of that. Indiana Jones solving tunnel like puzzles a, in a, tunnels? A globe-trotting sort of yeah. national treasure type adventure. Do, do you like yeah. Shakespearean tragedy with kings and, and, and children avenging and, their yeah, fathers? Yeah, yeah, that's all great. And do the, you like Lord of the Rings-style epic warfare? Oh, with mythical with an, creatures. With an updated Absolutely. massive engine. And do you know what was really fun for me was in the latest uh, in the latest Thor film where you have sort of a gladiatorial combat right. in an alien sort of environment where two heroes with superpowers beat each other up in an <laughs> inconclusive ultimately tournament but boy is it you know really gets the adrenaline flowing do you like superhero films um yeah yeah because i'm not like sure this was one of those quite was like them. Um, this I, was I, spectacularly odd it is so scattershot <laughs> but at the same time it i mean might be the worst film ever made but no, i really I enjoyed it no, I, don't, I don't know it's such a mess it is so many different things from one moment to the next. I mean, Every actor God. in it is is in a different film. <laughs> Jason Momoa is just a laid back surfer Thank dude. Thank God, in Jason Momoa is very visible in that right. you can never mistake him for anyone else. Yes, that's true. Because imagine if, if this was one of those cookie cutty cutty cutter. That's the yes. ones starlets that we always moan about who yeah. could be one of any five people. Because if, if that was the case, then you would have sworn this was five or six films glued together. True. But at least nobody else looks like big old Jason. Are you they? suggesting that if Patrick Wilson and, and um, Jason Momoa had instead been played by uh, Jai Courtney <laughs> and, uh, and God, I can't even remember one of their other names. The, you know, the ones. The, ones, yes. the usual. The Jais. The, the, the Taylor... Hicks, not that Taylor guy Hicks. from The Predator, Adrian Brody, no. <laughs> the new, the latest one. Was that not John Courtney? <laughs> God damn, the guy from Avatar. Nobody knows their name. Sam Worthington. They're Sam Worthington, right? Then who knows what would have happened? I'd have been very confused, <laughs> as opposed to only slightly confused. I mean, 
it did not know what it Boyd Holbrook. Imagine Boyd Holbrook had been in it. That's who I was screaming for. Sorry. Yes, Boyd Holbrook as the Ocean Master. (laughs) And Jai Courtney as as, As as Arthur Arthur Curry. The Aquaman. The Aquaman. (laughs) And you'd have... But, I mean... For the first half hour at least... Which bit was that? I was on The Mermaid Love Story. No, That's what you were very into. I, was, I mean, I like Splash. <laughs> and, uh, you know... Uh, and the Woman say, running away from an arranged huh. marriage who and is was, effectively locked in a lighthouse by a creepy guy yeah, yeah, yeah. and forced never, to love like, him. You know, had never met her. a human before and so was forced to... And he's like, well, she's obviously from an undersea world and not mentally ill. And wears she very tight-fitting clothes. She'd probably better just stay here with me. For <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I... Because it was pretty and it was interesting and it was fun and but it became such a mess and yet it still felt like there were some it, tremendous elements. It never got away from itself. Like James, <laughs> no, 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 because it did all these insane things. But you right. could feel the hand of. It's directed by James Wan, I think. It is indeed. Yes. Um, latterly, of what Fast, Fast and Furious? Fast and Furious Two is it? Or has he done quite a few of them? I think it's the later ones. Oh right, okay. So he originally appeared in the, with the Saw franchise, which is this is mm. about as far. That was the only thing. I mean, there's a little horror, the there's a little horror section, <laughs> section, isn't there? But no, Fast and Furious Seven was his first Fast and Furious film, right? And Saw, Dead f- Sentence, Insidious, The you Conjuring. You actually felt the hand of somebody forcing this thing into one hole, but it felt like what well, they were doing. To me, that hand did not. Close the deal then, because no, no, it still it, felt like seventeen different films. But it could have been could have been directed by seventeen different people. I put it to you: look at Batman versus Superman. And no, I think no, please don't same, make me watch that again. I think you've got the same thing going on. I think you have a creative. But committee that's just an endless, dreary film running. Yeah, but think at least about, you, at least it's the same people. Think about how. I they mean, introduce- to me, I'm sorry, but to me, whoever designed Aquaman's costume. Yeah. Was a different. It was working on a different <laughs> film to whoever designed the Ocean Master's costume. Who to was whoever, working on Deadpool to because whoever, the costume could move with its to expression. Whoever, whoever built the suit for the Black Manta, yeah. which didn't even look like the suits of these um, Atlantean people that it was built from. <laughs> <laughs> they have like seventeen different production designer crews, and yeah. James Wan just wandered onto stage day, going, "What are we doing? Yeah, are okay, we doing let's today? make it look amazing." But it feels like he was given specific no, direction no by. Several people forcing him to do seven completely opposite and and mutually exclusive things, and he went, "Okay, I guess." I mean, Fast and Furious is a is a is a like an ensemble cast. I guess I'll make this an ensemble plot because it was it. I mean, it was everything kind of copied from, and you were like, "Wait!" At, at no point, like its biggest problem was at no point were there any stakes to anything. I think the overarching But the fate part, of the world. No, they said that. The problem was they <laughs> said a lot of these things and a lot of the stuff they it showed It was great you, that the biggest risk to the world was a bit of trash. Yeah. On the the, beach. The, 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 exactly. They <laughs> said there were these massive stakes and they yeah. said, and then every time they said something like that, you can't defeat him. If you do this, this will happen. They then did it and the thing didn't happen. <laughs> You know, they're like, oh, well, if he defeats you, then that's it. You've got to leave forever. Oh, no, he's defeated you. Oh, I guess I'll have to leave forever. Not really, no. And like, just, oh, just run. We can break yeah, this. If you get well, this, then... Jason's you know, a rule breaker. He lives by his own code. Oh, I can never go back to Atlantis now after I've done that. Except I can. It'll be fine. <laughs> and 
But I mean, isn't what? Isn't this the problem with any superhero plot where you have an indestructible Superman at the core of it? You've got to give him these pointless challenges that he can just overcome by grunting a bit more. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the same thing with any incredibly powered, although quite what his powers were. But it was every aspect of the plot. Everything they said, oh no, this is going to happen. Hey, they did that in Inception and you said it was a masterpiece. But I never said that about it. <laughs> you said that about it. But you agreed with me. Yeah, well, I did, yes, that's true. That's, that's a classic film genre, that is, the setting challenges that are easily defeated. But it's setting challenges <laughs> and then saying that they're a thing. Like, there was I mean, the so much said, exposition. Let's go and see this other film and do yeah. that for ten minutes. So to be much fair, they had a lot of exposition to get through because the plot is all over the place. But all they did and was And then at the same time, you. they would happily go, oh yeah, you defeat Steppenwolf. Yeah, <laughs> you know the whole world was apparently a threat, but that's just brushed off. Yeah, now there's, that, now there's some trash on the beach that we need to deal with. And the undersea, and then bizarre. Everything about it, from like you say, the production design was like occasionally spectacular. A, yeah, but insane as well. You know, and then they again <laughs> they put a lampshade on it by going like, "Why have you got a bridge underwater?" And you're like, "Until now, you've already covered that Atlantis was a surface world and it sank." I wasn't questioning that. <laughs> but now you're saying that people are using the bridge, and that doesn't make any sense. And that, that I'm sorry, the bridge is the part that didn't make any sense for no, you. Uh, no, it just opens up the idea that none of it makes sense, but apparently... Was that not that pretty obvious from the, the opening 15 minutes or so, that nothing was going to make any sense? It, it, nothing Stuff. had any stakes. Nothing had any stakes because all they did was tell you was that it, it had stakes. Was it too big? And then, because it goes for some very spectacular vistas and some really grand, and because they don't convey those stakes, it yeah. just feels. I mean, obviously, so much of it, of it is throwaway. CG. So much of it is spectacular it, CG. It's what all... poor bastard had to animate hair for two <laughs> years. Because I'm going to say, I can't wait to see the making of of this. Oh, good grief! Because how the be hell have they done like? But everyone's floating all the time. Yeah, it's only just... Jason Momoa has long hair because otherwise it would have taken them months longer to film. <laughs> everyone else's is tied yeah, down you know, in just, a little knot, which makes a lot of sense if you're underwater you all the time. To be yeah, honest, sure, we'll, we'll give it to you. Yeah, <laughs> except for the uh, uh, russet locks of uh, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren's <laughs> best performance, possibly ever, ever. ever. Possibly ever. I mean, I defy you know this. This like this was way better from him than I expected. He actually, yeah. But what film was acted. he in? He was in the Shakespearean tragedy, yes, he wasn't was, he? Yeah, uh-huh. he was in Underwater Macbeth. No, Underwater Othello. <laughs> um, oh my but, God, he's going to be in Creed too. But there were so many. Yeah, of course he is. He's Ivan Drago. Yes, but they're bringing him back for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh and the thing goodness. is, his performance in that, even from the trailer, is terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. He puts on but, his terrible Russian accent. And he's like. Still, after, you know, 30 years after that fight where apparently he's, I don't know, possibly lived in Russia, but either way, still speaks English and is like, I will break you. Still. Still that bad. <laughs> and yet in this, he was really good. Like, I, mean, I don't know if I'd go garbage, that far. But for him, really good was, might yeah. be pushing it a little bit. But... Well, I thought he did admirably. And he did seem like he was playing it like Shakespeare. The problem was Jason Momoa was never playing anything straight, and the, the you know the difficulty with having the the wise cracking hero is if you never show that something means something, yes. then the audience goes with it and goes, oh well, it's just all a joke then. 
if everything is a joke, if he never goes, uh-oh, I've misjudged this, I think this they tried trouble. to sell that in the early sequence. So in the first third, his, his dad nearly dies. And I think they tried to sell that that was what he was pining for. But the problem is he forgets about it completely. <laughs> yeah. On the never, plus side, yeah. isn't it nice to have a superhero who's... Dad isn't murdered, and he has to go on a quest <laughs> for not, justice. He's, he's not a yeah. He's not a complete he's orphan. Not an orphan. Isn't that In nice fact, to find? Oh, no, well, yeah. mm, there's a <laughs> there's a couple of nice twists to that. I like that. Yes, he creates his own supervillain, but it's done in quite a nice bleak way. Yeah. It was a bit lampshady, I'm not going to show you any mercy, and he just stomps off and leaves them to die. But that's quite a bold opening for that kind of superhero if they'd film. Follow through you could imagine of that, you know, if that had happened in the first ten minutes of Dawn of Justice, they would have called it very bold. If they'd followed through with it, but then, then, but then when but it then comes back that, round to that it, was a very like, different, oh, no. that was a very different film, let's be honest. By that, by that point, the, the, yeah. super, the um, submarine thriller. Yeah. With, with the shady characters and the lack of morality. Yeah. That looked quite entertaining. But, and, you know, I but mean. But sadly, also... we, we flicked channels then to. Not <laughs> sure what. I don't want to. King Arthur or something. I don't want to get too political on it, but when he's like, well, you know, you killed innocent people, you're like, well, they were Russians on a nuclear side. How, <laughs> how innocent were they really? How do you know they weren't on a rescue mission? Well, I mean, Putin's not one for rescues. <laughs> How do you know Putin's even around in this universe? Well, in the DC universe, there's been, no, there's been no let's evidence. Hope. Let's hope. Things I know things are pretty bleak in the DC universe, <laughs> but apparently. <laughs> so um, you're right. I think there was just Jason Momoa just couldn't give anything any heft. Which I still liked him. He's still a likable character, which is such then... a shame because Patrick Wilson was throwing everything yeah. he had at the screen. Yeah, he really. And it takes something to outgurn Wonder Dafoe, <laughs> but I think right. he achieved it. But God, they gave him some silly costumes. Yeah, but, well, I mean, I quite I, liked. He on. <laughs> I quite liked it. Was I, he your favourite of the production designers was, then? Well, uh, no, because it was cr- like it was really, really obvious that when he, you know, they've taken the idea from Deadpool of like, oh, the suit can move, right, to convey his emotions. And that shouldn't have been the case. It's metal armour, and yet it but it's Atlantean when metal. It's very magical, Atlantean. It's probably it, vibranium the if they could licence that. And it, oh, man. It, 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 like, it, 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 it did hide so his points. gorgeous face. And, you know, he, he, he was looking we do, good. We do like Patrick Wilson. Oh, he makes yeah, a great yeah. sleazeball, doesn't he? But I don't know. Did, maybe you needed someone who was a bit more over the top. He did his best, but... He certainly but then was he trying have, for But then he would have the had top. less stakes, wouldn't it? So mm. even less stakes if you got a full pantomime villain. I don't know. And I, oh, and you know you do have the problem that a lot of the male leads in Hollywood these days are cookie cutter, and you couldn't really get someone with charisma. And you know, <laughs> Patrick Wilson has a bit of presence about him. And mm, yeah, all right. Jaded I favourite Patrick Wilson. I'll stretch to presence. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to go with charisma, but I'll stretch to presence. <laughs> And none of the others do, so you know what you'd have. I think Jason Momoa has some presence. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Charisma. But but I mean, like I like who else him. I like him in the role. Yes, as you're right. I, I, too much of it was undercut. But, but yeah, but it, but his. It but then if he though. if he then swung to being dramatic, the film would have taken another turn. No, you need at least you need some through line. Yeah, well, no, and he but played he, the he, ending straight. But by that point, did you really care? But by then, were we into so hour three, hour yeah. four? I was, I was struggling. It's far too long. And but then that's what happens. You got twenty films glued together, and that's what it. That's absolutely. I enjoyed what it was. Amber Heard. 
I thought she, she was, was pretty terrible. Good. Oh, did you not she like did her at all? Terrible performance. I thought she, she was made way the most too of a pretty difficult role. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Because I mean, she wasn't interesting. No. Uh, no. All right. That's fair. That's um, fair. I mean, she was just. I don't know out what plot, you could have done. But at but least, she wasn't but I think what they tried to do is make sure a she wasn't the damsel in distress. And yeah. B, she wasn't just, this is what you need to go and do, Jason, you go and save the day. Yeah. They actually made her an integral part of the journey or the story, and I thought that was better. They kind of rob it all a bit at the end, but that's that's just the way things that's are going to go. Baby steps. Trying to hammer it into some sort of shape, yeah. Baby steps. Which involves, obviously, but I didn't she has think to she was terrible at all. I thought she was a terrible actress. I'm not sure what she could have <laughs> done particularly more with it. But, I mean, Amber heard what, from uh, Drive Angry? Most best known. the last time we've seen it, yeah. Um, and best it, name. It, it, the Matt. So, so the bad guy you're talking about there um, that he created was Manta, uh, the Black Manta, which yeah. um, was pretty cool. Yeah. But again, it's. Do you want to attempt his name? Oh, the actor's name. Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. There we go. Now he was. He was. Um, who was going Quite to be in good. the Watchmen TV series. Oh. Um, now, he was a good actor in this, but again, he in, has a yeah, crap Yeah, which film role. was he in? Yeah, exactly. Because he was in some dark Navy SEALs vengeance movie yeah, about his father yeah, yeah. getting murdered by a fish man. Which would have been... I mean, I don't know. So don't why know on earth they had it. to pair him... Oh, it's just... And then, yeah, it comes back around that he sort of works now, with the bad guys. he was and... responsible for the best action sequence of the film. The attack in Sicily in his super suit. What, the the running away in Sicily. Yeah, the running through a lot. Well, of I th- I thought that was stunning. There's about there's basically the intercut between um um our man in a our black man in his spider in his spider suit in his super yeah. suit taking yeah. on Jason. Yeah, which is an unfair fight at any stretch. It's true. And some of the Atlantean royal troopers. I don't know yeah, what I they were. Stormtroopers so, yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to catch Mira. Praetorian guard. But instead of just intercutting, they actually swing a camera to and fro several times, uh, covering yeah, the entire yeah, scope. Yeah. And I thought it looked gorgeous. It was pretty, There's it a couple of long. really great fights in there. Yeah. The opening fight with um, Nicole Kidman. Unfortunately, five fights lost. Oh, totally, yeah. But I mean, the opening fight with Nicole Kidman is brilliant. Yeah. That sequence is that, fantastic. That was really nicely done and compact and didn't outstay its welcome. I didn't think, I didn't the think, the, I think the Sicily chase outstay its welcome. The problem was it everything else. Well, had you say cut out the bit in the desert or yeah, the bit afterwards, yeah, yeah. then it would have fitted in nicely. It was yeah. just the film was too long by that point already, and you had long action sequences. But and I, th- yeah. I thought that was some of the most impressive action sequences I've seen in well, probably this year. No, well, and you've seen Mission Impossible. <laughs> true, true. They make good stunts, mm. but in terms of just dramatic filmmaking, I really enjoyed that. And as I was close to nodding off. By that point, I won't it, deny it. It was definitely an interesting bit that brought the film. They they made a few very obvious, you know, <clears throat> lazy outs in it, especially towards the end. There were some points at which it was really telegraphing what was going to happen, <laughs> and you were like, "Oh, come on, have some balls and don't do no, no." You which is why, which is why, more do. more annoying because they'd started off with some interesting ideas and yeah. some slight changes to what could be quite tropey. Yeah, and then um, but then by the, towards the end, it. they were just desperately filling holes, but. Yeah, it's 
It's very, very long. It's <laughs> That's very, the thing I keep it's going very back to. long. I, I really did you enjoy it. You didn't hate it. it, though, did you? No, no, no. I really did enjoy it for the first 40 minutes or so. And then it's just at the point at which, it, it as you say, they kept pulling the rug out the from under you. The point when he went going, to Atlantis? This is a different is film. Is that literally the this point? This is another got... film. This is something else. You're like, what? Wait, I, no, I don't even. You can't even be coherent about your world. Like, is Atlantis some sci fi super future city? Or is it ancient ruins? Or is it like doesn't crab men? And, or is know, it something else? Yeah, I mean, and then there's the idea of like, oh well, we can breathe air, but the others can't. It's like, wait, so this is like a that seemed class. like a massively vital plot point that was just thrown in and dropped. They just went, oh yeah, you know, highborn people again. So, yeah. so you have different casts of people. Oh, totally. In your society and. Well, I always love how these super, you know, advanced societies still have to be ruled by the king yeah. and still have a right of death by combat of kind of thing. Very, very Wakandian in its um, always, political setup. And I always go, well, we've got the queen. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> got to be a man. We're very fair, but uh, got to be a man and also trial by combat trumps everything else. This is our only sport, and it's like a yeah. Even if you've spent the last like thirty years telling everyone this guy's a murderer and a half breed because he won in battle, yeah. therefore we'll let him well do the job. I mean, they literally ah, oh, don't want to give him, you know. Well, then I guess he's your king. Oh, good. <laughs> he's killed most of us at this point. Can I just point out? And then because there was like there were actually threads of what could have been a re- at least two or three interesting films in here. One of which is this idea that the Atlanteans are actually like they'd split off into seven different races. One, yes. I think they suggest later one for each of the seven oceans of the world. They're not quite clear on that, but I think that's kind of the plan. And that would have been interesting to go like, well, actually because there were points of it where they go it's a massive undersea world and again they don't push hard enough on this oh we know so little about you know under the sea that actually you go yeah it could conceivably be miles deep and there could be a whole other city and a whole other world because at some points it looked like a different planet and that was a neat idea to go some of it you could have a totally different planet on earth but then because you, we don't know. But then about what it. happened? And they the, never did the rules of it didn't make any sense, no, though. No, no. You know, oh, we can see in the dark, sense. but all our vehicles still have lights. Yeah. You know, all we, these bizarre kind of inconsistencies we and have how and, and how any of this fit into? Oh, we've got yeah, we've got to get this vehicle to go to Atlantis. Why? We you can, can basically yeah, swim faster than fly underwater by super speed. Power. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's spontaneously generated bubbles underwater, Jim. There's only one explanation. Fact. They're flapping their feet really fast. It doesn't cause oxygen to materialise. <laughs> you can't create bubbles underwater. They come from somewhere and we all know where. So, yeah, they, you know, they had they had undersea vehicles that then followed the rules of aircraft. Like, when it shot, it crashed. Yep. Why would it go down, necessarily? <laughs> it's not in the air. It doesn't... And the the windscreen is immediately dissolvable, and they can just swim away. And yet they see it crashed and assume everyone died on board just by going. Oh, I guess they didn't undo their seatbelt. They're not in the time. smartest, you know. I mean, you know, they have trial by combat. You that's they clearly have the pollution we put in the sea. That's really affected their development. Lately. No, I just thought they were thick. And they- you know. <laughs> They do live in the DC universe. People are generally not the sharpest tools in the boxes. And yeah, they they had this whole is it, okay, angle so about oh, we're are you glad that the, the surface world because of all the pollution? You know, and you haven't done anything till now <laughs> about it. You don't seem that bothered. I was going to say, wasn't and wasn't the surface world wiped out almost just last year when Steppenwolf yeah. turned up? 
But then you didn't seem too bothered about the surface world, and you certainly didn't seem bothered about Steppenwolf enough to help. <laughs> but is it? But do you think is it good up to the better film that this has literally no connection to any of the others? They didn't have time. <laughs> there was no room left to fit any of they that. They could have cut out two of the sub-adventures and gone to see Wonder Woman. They could have cut out five of the sub-adventures and given us a coherent film in 100 minutes. But they didn't. <laughs> you were coherent films are so last year. Now we just want special effects and it, chaos. It's, Infinity War is not that coherent. It, uh, it, this is madness. It's but you did ens- enjoy it. It's an ensemble film with about with four <laughs> cast members. It is thing. literally ensemble films. Yes. Ensemble films making, not ensemble... Oh, dear, oh, dear. But kind of, yeah. Where? Do, I mean, I'm not sure I want to see any more Aquaman. I really don't no. care to see him again in the solo film, but they're going to have to keep churning them out, because what other choice Look, they, do they have? They could, they could streamline so much. <clears throat> they could just give it a real simple story and do a... Hundred minute underwater or water based slog of this. You know, where was the oh I command sharks and whatever? Like if the next one is just a real gritty you know, the Manta and his new helper kill or set out to kill the Aquaman then fair enough. <laughs> you know, he's they make him get disgraced on land so he has to return to the undersea or he Surely you know, because a it's popular... the second one he will give up. Well, no, but let's say there's a popular uprising under the sea because they say, look, you know, he's supposed to be our ruler, but he's never here. And so he has to combat Patrick Wilson leading a rebellion. And I don't know. Well, maybe almost the certainly they're going to join forces. I mean, we're going yeah. to find Patrick Wilson locked in a clear plastic cell of some form. <laughs> and they're going to have a discussion and then eventually they they're going to join. Chess. <laughs> But instead of a knight, it's a little seahorse. I thought he would have trashed the cell. Right. Actually, but you never know. Um, and, and yeah, so, you know, him and Patrick Wilson joining forces next time to fight the Manta because he decides that he hates the sea. I'm not sure now. he needs any help. I mean, the Manta's not really a baddie that's, that's going to cause him much he's, issue. He's not necessarily the biggest threat, yeah. But, I mean. Who knows? I mean, if I knew anything about Aquaman's other foes, you could maybe go, well, you know. Uh, presumably they all have stupid names. <laughs> I'm the Water King. <laughs> I am the Sea Master. I am the Sea Do. I am the Jet Ski. <laughs> Who knows? Um, I mean, let's face it, if they're in DC Universe, they're probably going to be terrible. Well, there's one called Black Jack. I don't think he's going to make it. What is it with, like, did they have to call him Black Manta as well? Because, I mean, <laughs> it's a black guy. Did, do, is, is it DC that, that calls him that? Like, they have black lightning Well, we have abysmal, else, abysmal Dark. Okay. Please tell me he's not a black <laughs> the, guy. The Aqua Beast. Oh, wow. All that, right. That, sounds... that, that could be good. That sounds like something. Big Jim Mason. Right. Black Jack. Blimey yeah. Broadside. It feels like there's a little bit of... You don't need to put the word black in it just because they're African-American. Maybe it's just because these are alphabetical. We've now got dead water. Okay, good. Dagon. Deep six. six. Devilfish. That's a good name. I mean, clearly there's more here than Batman has. Mm. Gustavo the Great. Mm. Anyway, we're not going to try and write the next film. I saw one called Iceberg Head. (laughs) I want to see him in the next one. Why didn't he cameo in this one? Maybe he did for all we know. Yeah, probably his alter ego is one of the small characters. But I mean, you could put a different villain in each section of the film. Yeah. If if you're going to try and repeat the success in inverted commas of this one. I'm here here to clear clear up the oceans (laughs) by getting rid of all the bad guys that have been hanging around (laughs) waiting for me to come back. Uh, Yeah. 
there anything more? Well, it's very pretty. It's far too long. I kind of enjoyed it. It's not really a recommendation. It's very much of the. It doesn't do anything to rescue the DC universe. It's really good CGI though. For the most part, I don't. I can't think of many weak, poor shots. I think the stuff that's just so unbelievable that it's obviously CG. No, I think even the stuff in Sicily very obviously looked like oh, people in front it. of a I massive thought that green worked screen. really well. All of it looked to me like a weird video game cutscene, if I'm honest. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a strange one. It's a giant tone-swerving mess of several films crammed into one together that ends up okay. <laughs> it's too long. <laughs> Is it the best DC Universe film? I mean, it's, it's not as good as Wonder Woman. Well, yeah, I was going to say it's better than Wonder Woman, obviously. Because, <laughs> is it? Well, yeah, because the main character's male. Right. No, 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 of course. No, but it is... There was, like, there was a... Fir- again, the first third of it-ish, I thought this is actually quite... They, they're doing a good job of doing quite a light-hearted sort of film without it being all flippant and throwaway. And then it just totally got itself lost and I was willing to say based on that bit it's not better than Wonder Woman but it is different in an interesting way right and then it sort of shit the bed to be honest so. one of the one of the films in there was definitely as good as Wonder Woman yeah, but the rest of them diff- probably in a were. very different way it isn't trying to be the same thing and that's a good thing that's definitely to its benefit um because leave that to Wonder Woman frankly at the moment because <laughs> nobody else is going to do it very well um yeah, it it is it fair to say it avoids some of the missteps of the DCU films, and that's progress. I guess <laughs> well, it doesn't fill you with confidence that things are going on the right track now. And as you no. say, it feels it feels very self-contained. The world, the way Wonder Woman does, which is good for mm, the film. Yeah, but then doesn't fill you with how are they going to turn this into a universe? I'm th- I wonder if they're just giving up and they're just going to make sequels. Or, you know, the advice is always let it build on its own and then bring them together mm. later rather than trying to force it in one. Maybe that's what they're doing, but it's a it's a it's a tough it's a tough thing to do either way. And it isn't terrible. It isn't terrible. Wow, that sounded painful to say. Grudge it's grudging. Too long. It's, it's real long. Two hours twenty three you've got listed mm. here, and it felt like three hours. Yeah. Oh well. So uh better than we expected. Better than we expected. But still not a yeah. masterpiece. No, no indeed. Daft as a brush though. Very stupid, yeah. Very stupid in a lot of ways. But in some lovable ways. <laughs> you know. Not entirely. But an a not a not loathsome idiot of a film. It's all. Well there put, you go. put that on your poster. <laughs> That's our recommendation. Uh so we're gonna go and uh recover from Aquaman. We're going to watch some X-Men films, aren't we? Yeah, I think it sounds like it. Yeah, We're going to have to watch <laughs> X-Men Apocalypse tonight, apparently, to remind ourselves that it happened. And uh, we will speak to you again soon, possibly in the new year. So, Happy uh, new year. against all odds, the Jade Die Film Reviews podcast does continue on. Stag- staggers forward. We uh, stumble as far as we can. Um, and we will speak to you again at some point. <laughs> <laughs>